Hello, and welcome back to the Curious One podcast. My name is Emma Krebs. I created this podcast to be able to have conversations that were lacking through my daily interactions, as I always felt the longing to dive deeper. This space is for meaningful conversations that I hope help to broaden my perspectives and maybe even yours as well. Hello, my audio friends. Yes, you are the audio listeners. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know that I have started doing video with my podcast. So if you're hanging out here on the audio platform and you are interested in seeing the video side of things, there's a lot of visual elements to the show now. I highly recommend you check out my YouTube channel. It is linked in the show notes. If not, you can just search The Curious One Podcast. I put a lot of heart, a lot of soul, and a lot of energy into my show, and I feel as though I'm turning it up a bit of a notch. So thank you to everyone that's been along on the journey, and I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Faye. If you don't know, within the last year, I have relocated to the northeast of England. Living in a small town has been difficult for me to meet new people, so when I went to Faye's art show a couple months ago, I knew instantly that I needed to connect with her and also have her as a guest on my podcast. Faye is an abstract artist who ultimately wants to inspire people to create authentically and vulnerably without fear. If you aren't watching this episode, I do want to mention that the layout and template is quite different, so check it out. I recommend watching it as I mentioned, but I would also love to hear your feedback. I might have to do this a couple of times. (laughs) Hi everyone, my name's Faye and I'm an abstract artist and I currently live in the northeast of England. So I predominantly use um, acrylic paint on canvas. Mm. I usually like to work quite large format, so the bigger the canvas the better. Um, I really like just to get messy and just to experiment with new techniques. I feel like I know my style and what I know works best visually to me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just go with my instincts with every piece. If I have like a, an idea of what I want it to look like, I'll go in with that idea, but kind of be open to the paint and telling me what it wants to look like. Um, so yeah, I kind of experiment with acrylic. I have done a little bit of oil before, but it, I don't think that's my thing. It might be in the future, you never know, but um, that's just what I feel most comfortable with. I use a lot of black and white. Well, black and cream, I like it to be a bit off-white because I think it gives it a certain look compared to white. I I don't know what that is. It's just something in my brain. Um, Yeah, and I do use colour sometimes for, like, effect. So if I wanted to really portray something, I'll use a certain colour. And I think it adds, like this extra depth to my work when I do use like a pop of pink or red or I use like a stone because it really brings out like a personality in the painting yeah do you use specific colors or do you use any color um there's certain colors that I would like lean in towards so in the summer I used a lot of pink and I used a lot of red but I'll only use that like in a small amount alongside my usual black and cream I like to keep like a consistency so I'll add bits of color here and there but I'll use colors that speak to me so 
within this new series I'm going to use more like earthly tones so I want to use more stone colors I want to go out into nature and find tones that really speak to like my soul um I would never use like a, a really like crash like neon color because I just feel like that is just not me at all I kind of want my personality to be like visually represented within the paintings if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah totally I want to go back now to maybe like the younger years or when maybe things started to click because I know yeah. I think you've told me in the past or I might have like seen it on Instagram and stuff about like you've always been a really creative person and you were mm -hmm. always drawing and making art am I yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah what in your personal life has influenced you to choose the career that you have um I think the main catalyst for choosing the career that I have is when I met my boyfriend Louis, he was such a creative soul, like he had so much spirit. And I feel like I grew up with that same spirit, but over time it was kind of, I don't wanna say like knocked out of me, but I kind of did lose my passion a little bit, going through like sixth form and going into university, I just wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I knew it was a creative path, but I wasn't 100% sure if it was gonna be art or, really like what I wanted to pursue so when I met Louis he was an aspiring like producer he'd never had a release but he was like making music and he ran um, music events and he started to make music and I would draw the artworks like the album artworks to go with them because he'd seen like my drawings up around the house and stuff and he said if you've got this talent like why don't you help me with my stuff so I bought an iPad and I started to do a lot of digital drawings and it just really like rejuvenated my passion for art and I'd always been creative but that was like the first step of this career that I've ended up like pursuing in abstract art whereas these these artworks that I made were very like illustrate um they were very like I don't know how to say it illustrative I think that's the right mm. word um and they were very like not my vibe now mm. but that was like the beginning of my process so to do like these album artworks then people would commission me to do artworks for them and then as I went through university studying fashion which is completely different to what I'm doing now um I based all of my projects around my art and I ended up setting up my business during that university like period um, and ran the art business alongside doing my degree and then started doing these large abstract painting works and that just went from there. I like, I kind of knew in my soul what I wanted to do and it got round to my last um, year in university and we had to like do a big project about our future and that's when I really like took the leap to say, I'm just gonna go for it and do these paintings, even though I'd never actually painted before. Really? <laughs> I'd always like done drawings, uh -huh. but I just thought it feels like right to me to paint. Mm -hmm. And I just went for it and I did it. And it's turned out absolutely amazing. <laughs> I feel like I just really trusted my intuition and said, I know I can do this. So I just, I just went for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. I, I don't know if I knew that about the um, 
the album covers yeah so it was like he would create a song yeah and then I would in turn create like the visual a visual to go on Instagram uh-huh. um and that kind of helped him grow as well because I was creating artworks that people had never seen before right. and it was like a visual aid to his song and mm-hmm. it was really fun like that was such a like it was such a good time for us both because we were both grown as humans we were following our passions like he really helped me along mm-hmm. with realizing like my potential and I'm not gonna say it's all down to him because <laughs> <laughs> because it's not but it really did like help like spark that true belief that you know like if I can do this for you I can do this for the people I can do this yeah. for myself yeah and that was like I think it was the main like starting point in what's ended up being this business mm-hmm. did you like what um so you said you got an ipad were you using like adobe illustrator or like no i've got an app called procreate okay um and it's just got like loads of brushes on and it's a really good starting point for like anyone that wants to experiment with like digital mm-hmm. illustration mm-hmm. um you can do so much like i used to do like like kind of realistic portraits on there as well um I did this one when we were in Mexico, he was working, like when we were on vacation and um, I decided I would do a portrait of Rihanna. Okay. I don't know why, I just thought I'm just going to pass the time and yeah. it was actually like, it was the first time I felt really proud of like a portrait that I'd done and mm-hmm. then I went on a bit of a tangent with portraits, I did a lot of portrait work <laughs> and then um, that was all before I started painting. And these were all just like you would look up either like tutorials on how to use the, the software and then like were you just like kind of setting yourself yeah these challenges of like okay yeah. let, let me practice like this was all yeah because that's what, like you went to school for fashion and I think they do I bet there is so much that you have learned and we've talked about this like off mm-hmm. camera like elements of that in the people you met that have influenced your career mm-hmm. and what you're doing now but um yeah like you kind of set these like own homework and like it's not a program for you, I guess, in a way. Yeah, so obviously I was studying fashion as my degree and mm-hmm. the course that I did, it was very much like photography, it was videography, it was journalism. And you know what? I absolutely thrive doing that kind of stuff and I really find that comes through in my content creation Yeah. Um, because I really like to think of ways to market my art in like a really soulful way. And luckily I've got the... Um, like the capacity to do a photo shoot or to do a video and really like capture my like vision um so everything has like came in handy from my degree and I've still got a major like feeling that I will do something with fashion and as part of my art brand I am going to do clothing and I've got a really big collaboration coming up with a clothing brand and then I'm going to branch off and do my own so I feel like everything's just going to come round and like come full circle in everything that I really love about art and expression and it's all just going to come together in like the most beautiful way mm-hmm. yeah I think it's like one thing I've realized is like I love talking to artists and the more I learn about art and artists it's like it's not like if it's someone's like job like this is Mm. just who you are as a person and like it seems as though the more um like creatives I talk to you no matter what their medium is it's like this is 
every part of their life contributes to it. Every part of their life kind of revolves around it as well. Like, yeah, it's, I used to really struggle with putting my art out there because it is such like a personal thing. I'm literally putting my heart and soul out for people to judge. And at the beginning, I really did struggle with putting my art like on Instagram, on TikTok, like on social media, because it's just, you're putting yourself out there for scrutiny. And when you put like everything that you believe in on a canvas and you put it out there, people could say anything about it. They could hate it, they could love it. Now, I find it really like, I find it really kind of nice when someone hates it. Cause I'm like, that's good because I've invoked a strong mm. emotion. Like someone else could really love it. And I'm like, that is amazing too, but I know how I feel about it. And that's kind of all that matters to me. Um, but I really love like the connection that it brings to people because I could I could feel a certain way about an artwork. Someone else could look at it and feel something completely different because of their own experiences. And then we've got a connection between like this the shared visual experience that is the artwork. And it's just it's really beautiful to like our stories like merge together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I really love that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Even like, um, I think about, I remember before I even like talked to you, I obviously had seen your Instagram and like knew what the event yeah. was going to be about. So I had like a bit of an idea, but I remember I walked around and I looked at all of your art and like, I won't go on a tangent about this so much, but I was like, mm-hmm. holy cow. First off, this girl is so fucking cool. Like she can <laughs> one, make this art, but then the more that I look at the art and then like come to how it would make me feel, what it would make me think about, etc. Then I'd read your little like descriptions and I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this girl's even cooler. Like, <laughs> like it has such a deeper meaning. But so it's such a cool thing where I just, and then the minute once I met you, you like gave me such a nice hug and like, obviously you're a very welcoming person, but mm-hmm. I just felt like I like, I knew you on this deeper level yeah. because of the art. And I'm like, I don't know. I, yeah. I just felt like I could connect with you so much quicker. And then like, obviously yeah. we met and like, we hung out in real life and it's like, I just feel like we just went straight to the point. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes it's like vulnerable and things like that, but it's yeah. also, I feel like the benefit of it is like so like not like worth yeah. it but it just yeah it's like a really big impact 100% and I, I think well I've actually got a new print series coming out and one of the prints actually says um the greatest form of art is vulnerability mm. and it's something that I, I live by just because if you're not vulnerable and you're not really like putting yourself out there I don't think you're pushing yourself enough like it is like such a vulnerable thing to put your creation out into the world whether that's like writing if you've wrote a book or like Louis with his songs or if I put an artwork out on social media or I do a show it is so vulnerable it is putting your heart and soul on the line and you've just got to accept that the right people will connect with your work and that is like the main reason and the main purpose of the work is like for that connection as I said before um and you know I think you've got to think to yourself when you're putting stuff out there is like what is the purpose am I doing this solely for myself am I doing this so that other people can be inspired can can like a young girl come to this show and think you know 
I, I actually want to do this as well. And because we're from Sunderland and it's such like, there's there's like not much of an art community going on. I really want to put on these shows and make it clear that you can do this. Like you can make a career out of your creativity. Mm-hmm. And I've done all of the, sh- like I've done two shows and I've done them all on my own back. I didn't rely on anyone for funding to help me out. I set it all up myself. Me, my mom, and our partner, we literally hung every single painting. Um, and I think it's just so rewarding when people come to the show, they're inspired, they wanna go and create their own stuff. There's a young girl who came to the show and she's now, um, I think she's doing a GCSE or at A-levels and she, is inspired to then go on and be an artist and she's just been entered into a um a gallery show as part of a, a like qualification and i've seen it on instagram and it's just like it's so nice to see that especially in girls mm-hmm. i just w- really want people to realize that you know you can make a career on something that you absolutely love mm-hmm. you don't have to go and work a nine till five if you don't want to mm-hmm. Um, it is hard. It's it's the harder route, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's the most fulfilling route. Um, just because I've been having a lot of thoughts recently about about like making your life your own and how we can be kind of swayed to take certain paths because of what like a larger society tells us that we should. And I'm just like totally against that. <laughs> I just think, you know, if I've got this feeling and this, like, this, like, this, this passion calling my name, why am I not going to follow that just because everyone else is, is working 9-5? My creativity and my, like, most energy comes on a night time, so that was never going to work for me anyways. (laughs) I would be drained, and I just think you've got to work to your strengths and just, like, really, really follow your gut and your intuition Mm -hmm. yeah I agree with you of like I really want to show other people that you don't have to go down the conventional path and it is true is even if your interest and your passion seems so absurd or like niche I'm not saying you but maybe other people I've had on the show or will have on the show it's like we live in such a cool world especially in like the western society like where you really can Mm -hmm. like create that and um I'm not saying that you need to like monetize all of your passions and things like that but I just mean it's the same like I think we are very similar about that of like you can create your dream life and like Mm. whether it's it's your job or whether it's a relationship your environment etc it's like if you really think about it and you really Mm. like sit with yourself and work on what you need to internally, like the external will come, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent. And mm-hmm. it doesn't just have to, yeah, as you said, it doesn't just have to be around like your passion. It could be, just be around like building a life that you truly feel comfortable in and that you feel safe in. Mm. And you really feel like you're making a difference every single day to yourself. And yeah, I think that's like the crux of it, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Earlier, um, you touched on your style. This is something that I think a lot of people navigate of how do you figure out your style, whether it's mm. your personal style, but I think 
I'm assuming that like figuring out your personal style will help you figure out like your art style. And I bet yeah. they're like one in the same. So yeah. what did that journey look like for you? Um, as I was saying before, like it has not been a linear journey. Like um, when I started out truly loving art, it was because I was really invested in uh, tattoo artists on Instagram so really? when I was like 13, 14 years old and I first went on Instagram, I was obsessed with all these like cool girl tattoo artists and I followed them religiously. Like I wanted to be them. I wanted to be in their group. Like I used to buy all their prints and I just thought like they were cool. Oh, sorry. I thought they were like the coolest girls. I'm getting like excited <laughs> ever. Um, and I'd never seen that before. And I think seeing that on social media I was like these heavily tattooed girls just in their own lane mm -hmm. just creating every day because hang on did you have exposure to that in your day-to-day -day life never exactly that's never. what that's the one thing I have to say like social media has changed my life because as much as it can be good and bad which is a constant thing but it's like yeah it's exposed me to things that mm -hmm. wasn't around me that I needed or that yeah. I resonated with right yeah, yeah. and to see these women and for them to be like drawing all this cool stuff all the time I thought right I'm gonna start this too I'm gonna be a tattoo artist like no one can stop me whatever my family says I'm gonna do it I had this really like clear vision when I was 14 years old that I was gonna be like this tattoo artist and have my own studio and I remember sitting in my art class because I'd spend every um lunchtime sat in the art class and I'd just be like working on my my like whatever it was at the time <laughs> and um I remember having this such clear vision of me having like my own art studio but it was like more geared towards like tattoos at the time and I think about it now and I'm like I wasn't far off you know mm. and this is when I was 14 years old so this is like 10 years ago it's kind of like manifested in a different way and it's like grown with who I am but it's pretty similar mm -hmm. because of like the studios that I've had and the path that I'm on um although it's got nothing to do with tattoos um I really felt like I was onto something and that's when like I started to really like lean into trusting my intuition like my creative intuition um so that's how it started I wanted to be a tattoo artist and then I used to post them all on my Instagram, all of my drawings, and people just didn't get it. Like, the, my social circle did not get it. I'd draw, like, skulls with snakes coming out of them and, like, really dark stuff, like, how old I was at the time. But I loved it, and uh, people just didn't understand. It always felt like my style was, like, a bit darker, just because I'm like a person who's as deep as the ocean, I kind of gravitated towards that side of things. Um, and yeah, people just didn't get it. But why would they at 14 years mm -hmm. old when I'm like, yes, I've got this passion. I'm going to be a tattoo artist. Like, yeah, it just, it wasn't done at the time. It's when everyone wore like leggings and Converse. And you just, if you wore something different, people would be like, what what yeah. is she doing? So yeah. it was really out there. <laughs> I used to dress like uh, all in black. I dyed my hair black, I had a fringe. <laughs> it was really intense time, but it was just kind of me trying to find myself. Um, and then I started to like gear more towards doing fashion. 
and I threw myself in uh, textiles and I used to create like uh, dresses and jackets and it was all part of like school and then I decided to do fashion at uni which was I think it was a really good decision at the time because I wasn't drawing and that was like my next best creative path so I decided to do fashion I did a fashion course for like two months where you actually made clothes and I hated it with a capital H like I lasted two months and I was like I'm never coming back here like it's the worst (laughs) it's the worst thing I've ever done it was just really hard and then the next year I decided to go back and do a different fashion course which I talked about before and I absolutely thrived in it I loved it and then in my second year that's when I met Louis and I started doing the album artworks And then the year after that, I went back to my old style when I was 14 and started doing all these um, like ink Mm. dot drawings, like Mm -hmm. tattoo style. But I would do portraits, carrying on from the digital portraits Mm -hmm. that I used to do. And I actually really loved that style, like the dot portraits, but that still didn't feel authentic to me. It still felt like a bit off. Mm. So then that's when I started looking into um, abstract paintings and... Um, there was just something about the abstract kind of work that really spoke to me so I ended up on this path and I think I did my first abstract painting I think it was in 2019 so actually not that long ago Um, and I just really like threw myself into it so it's been like a like a very bumpy journey but I feel like it was all very necessary to get to where I am now Mm -hmm. And I know that my style probably evolve and change over time as it does with every single artist. So I'm quite excited to see where that goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me as well. But it's interesting that you've had that kind of like theme throughout your life yeah. as well. Like the, and like the darkness or like the, 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 the depth, the depth, we'll say. The depth. Yeah, like I've always been so deep, like it's quite terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious about like your creative process. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? So yeah. if you want, we don't have to talk about like the change of this environment or whatever, but do you have like a specific routine that you do? Do you have certain mm-hmm. music you put on? Do you burn candles? Yeah. Like, what does that look like? So as I was saying off camera, I am a very solitary person. Like I really just love having like days to myself just to really go into a different frame of mind and go and create. So so when I did have my my own studio, it was like a 10 minute walk away. So on the morning, I'd get up, I'd do my morning routine and then I'd get ready. I'd always try and look like really glam. Like I wanted to feel my best self going into the studio. I'd always like be really conscious of what outfits I wore, how I wore my hair, what makeup I had on because I just really wanted to like embody my highest self going into the studio can I ask you a question about that was that like what has that always just been a theme in your life or like did something inspire that or um I think it comes down to I like to film and photograph while I'm working Mm -hmm. and I really want to put out like my best self to the world and I've noticed recently so in the past maybe two or three years when I've had my own studio and I'm like creating um content for my Instagram and my TikTok alongside I really like to have like consistency throughout so I want people to know 
my personal style alongside my painting style and I think it's just all of all like comes into play of building a brand and how I do love fashion and I do care about how I present myself um so that's a big like that's a big part of my process is feeling the part mm -hmm. going in like mm -hmm. I've woke up today and I'm gonna be the best artist I can be and I'm gonna start with how I feel about myself um, I just think that's really important because I don't think I've ever really painted like in in like joggers and like really but because the reason I'm like I find it so interesting is like you would think like paint it's messy you would want to yeah. wear like your grubby clothes so they, yeah. you know what I mean no <laughs> I feel the complete opposite like every piece of clothing I own has paint on it now but I just really like to feel good creating and I think that means more than the end product mm. is f the feeling of creating and like embodying the artist that I want to be. And I've seen a lot of artists, they, they have like overalls or probably something that I should do, <laughs> but I like to have like a nice outfit while I'm painting. And I remember I did this really, really messy abstract painting where I was literally like throwing black paint everywhere. And um, I had on this little cream dress and I remember I posted it on TikTok and everyone was absolutely outraged that I was painting this this crazy messy painting in a cream dress. And I was just like, chill, like it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Because I, I, like, I, I always wondered if you did the shoots for your stuff like on specific days where you got ready and I'm like oh she can't like make art and wear the outfit but it's like no you really show up like that yeah. every day which I think is so cool I, I try to <laughs> and I feel like especially if I wake up and I'm having like a bit of a morning like I'm not really feeling up to it mm -hmm. as soon as I get ready I feel like a different person mm. I feel like it puts me into the right headspace, headspace. yeah um it just really does make a difference mm -hmm. yeah so I'll get ready and then I'll go and create the art and I'll try and film it and stuff along the way. But sometimes it just, sometimes it just doesn't like, it doesn't work out the way that I want to, to film it. Or I try not to put much pressure on creating the content because it's, it's not about that. It's yeah. about creating the art and putting that out there. It's so hard because without the content for TikTok and Instagram and stuff, that's where I get most growth in terms of like followers and audience. So I really struggle with just being an artist or being like a content mm -hmm. creator, which uh, I think in the future, I'll not have to focus on that as much. I'll probably have like um, someone that can come and do that for me. But at the minute it's kind of like, I have to do both in order to grow as an artist mm -hmm. in, this, in this society that we live in. <laughs> that is like something that I think you've you've done such a good job and I think that's maybe why like from the minute I met you it was like oh no like this girl's onto something like beyond you creating your own show it was like your online presence and like mm -hmm. um you really have built a brand like it's clear like your branding is clear throughout and it's like yeah. every day you're showing up and it's like your marketing things like that and like I work in social media and like I do social media management for other people and I'm always yeah. like oh wow this is good like this is like <laughs> she is on it and so I I do always think like it would be hard to find that balance but at the same time it's like if you want to build your dream life in the world yeah. that we're in like even mm -hmm. if it's just for the season of your life like you said yeah like it is an important thing but I think 
I honestly think that's why you've had so much success too. It's like you do such a good job at it. Yeah, it's like, I think a lot of artists just get lost in creating the art. Whereas mm. if you do really want to be successful, especially as like a young like female artist, I think it was essential for me to like really just throw everything out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know exactly what I want to put out. I know the vibe, like I know... And know the kind of pillars of the brand. So it's not just about creating the art. It's about how you put it out there. It's about the message behind it and how you're going to connect with other people through the art. Otherwise, like, I think the stories that I put with the art are really what make it special. Like, a lot of people will connect with how I felt making it. And they're like, I feel that too. Or they'll look at it and they'll just like really they'll really feel something and I'll put that into words in the caption and they'll be like yes that's how I feel too and it's 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 a connection through both the visual and the text and when it all comes together it's really special and I think creating this brand or this business or whatever it is I think it's exciting that people want to have a part of it by buying a print or buying tote bag or buying a piece of clothing um because you don't necessarily have to buy a large piece of art to be part of the brand and to be part of like the soulfulness that my art carries um there's so many different ways where you can like support artists but I think the the story is just at the at the heart of everything because it it really is that vulnerability again of me telling my own story through through the paint basically Mm -hmm. yeah or through like any like throughout your life it's like whether it's through the artwork through social media but then also to like that's just how you live your life you know what I mean (laughs) yeah and I just it's all just about me figuring out who I want to be and my style has changed so much I feel like it changes with the seasons and I sometimes think are people gonna gonna come with me this time Mm. like if I change things up and I think you've just got to trust that the right people will come with you on the journey and like in the summer I went more to like my grungy side and I did more like pink and red and now in the winter I'm going more to like my my elegant side and I'm doing like more earthly colors and I'm just thinking these are just so many like parts of me that I'm trying out until I don't know if we'll ever get to like an end result. It's just all part of evolving and growing as a person. So I think you've just got to trust that the right people will see you through the full way because you're obviously going to change as you get older, as you have more experiences. Um, And yeah, just I I love seeing the evolution of things. Mm -hmm. What would you say is one of the most difficult parts of creating your art um I think it's difficult when I'm going through something and I don't necessarily feel the creativity within me but I kind of know it'll have it'll have influence in the future Mm. so if I'm going through like a hard time with like my mental health or my anxiety or something external has happened um I always feel like I'm knocked out of flow and I being knocked out of flow because like just before Christmas and I did the show and I've got the collaboration and I'm doing this big marketing thing everything was just 
coming so easily. It was like, just like water. It was just so, so natural. And then when it came to like Christmas time and I've been unwell and that just massively has knocked me out of flow and then moving the studio home, it's just been so much. And I've been struggling to create new stuff while my brain is so busy because I'm thinking I need to do this, I need to do that. And then I know that these experiences will shape a lot of my art in the coming months because that's just how it works. It just comes out in weird ways. And I'll probably do a painting and you'll see this past month's experience in that painting. Um, But yeah, I just, I really hate feeling like I want to create, but something's holding me back and I feel like stuck. I always try and create in different ways if I'm feeling that way, like do something on my iPad or do a new like brand concept, think about what photo shoot I'm going to do. Um, but there's absolutely nothing worse to me than feeling like I'd, I can't, like I can't physically paint that day. Like when I've had this awful flu or whatever it's been, um, I physically couldn't paint and it, it pained me mm-hmm. because I just wanted to have like this, this like outlet, this expression and my body was saying no. And I was like, please let me do it. I even tried a few times and it was like, no. So you just have to, you just have to trust the timing of things and trust that the universe has always got a plan, even if you don't agree with it at the time. (laughs) With just like my life, I have really opened myself up more to like removing the judgment around creativity mm. and let going of like the parameters of what I used to think was creativity. I used to think what you did is creative, like mm. just you are an artist because you're yeah. making like paint. But then it's like the more that I meet people and I learn about the world, I'm like, no, creative creativity is in everything. Yeah. Um, and I've been with that, like with my podcast and, and whatever I'm doing with all this stuff is like, I have this true fascination in talking to like creative people. Yeah. And one thing I often was asking them was like, do you think creativity is something that like, I know our intuition plays a huge role in it. And so it's like, do you just follow your intuition or are you constantly showing up every day, even when you're not feeling quote unquote creative? And you, you mm-hmm. did briefly mention there on like, you'll if you're not feeling like painting that day you'll do other things whether it's prep for a photo shoot or whatever but like yeah. is there anything you want to like add to that that I yeah I, th- I think it is still important to keep that creative mind ticking even when I feel like I can't physically paint that day I'll still do something that makes me feel like I'm creating I just feel like it's like a muscle that you exercise um and if you don't use that muscle it's it's not it's not going to work if you're not training it every day mm-hmm. you're not going to build so I tr- I really try and do something to to progress towards my goal every day and I am like a big advocate for rest and I also say this to Louis all the time I say like if you work this hard you need to also really rest and it's something he struggles with because he's like he's very like productive like he just works all the time whereas I'm like yeah I'll do like two hours work then I'll have a nap do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to keep myself in in like the best form almost the the balance Mm. 
I love balance. I love working on my business and then also creating like my dream life of where can I go on holiday? Like where can I travel to? And I think me and Louis really work together well because he gets to travel a lot for his work and I can go with him and totally like it's still building as in our relationship um but I can sometimes just go for a week and like not not think about my work which I struggle to but um I can, it's nice to have like a bit of respite and you come back with so much energy like, I'll come back after like a week away with him on tour and be like right I need to do this this and this and just have like a total burst of of like this is what I need to do whereas if you work yourself so hard constantly you're obviously gonna burn out Mm -hmm. and you're gonna be resentful and your body is gonna force yourself to rest anyways Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) I feel like it's also like one it's such a uh a gift that you can do that like you said because you can also like fully show up for him and be present with him and like Mm -hmm. attend those events but then also too maybe it's like because you are being present that you feel so rejuvenated when you come back right because it's like you're not worrying about work you're not thinking about it and like I know you you still are but it's like um you can maybe yeah like drop more into that deeper right yeah it's like having different parts of yourself and having different responsibilities as well um so I like I see myself as an artist like that is a big part of my identity is being like a creative person running the business and making sure that I'm like making enough money so I can like live the life that I want off my art and then I've also got like the side of me which just does want to completely relax like I love to relax and just like watch something on Netflix like that is such a big part of me like I really I'm just like quite a chilled relaxed person I just want to want to just you know do nothing and um there's that quote of um April love my favorite um it's like the sweetness of doing nothing and I re- that really speaks to me because I love just just doing absolutely nothing and just being just like totally being within like my feminine energy just just to be myself without anything going on just me and my thoughts, meditative, like, yeah. Masculine feminine energy, I, it's a topic that I love. And the more I learn about it, it has just completely changed my life. And even, it's a, that's a whole, I've done yeah. episodes on it as yeah. well. And um, I know you in real life and I know you like off camera and stuff. And it's like, I really do think you are a really strong like embodiment of the feminine energy Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you do have this structure and you're creating this business of the masculine energy so it's like I really 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 struggle to find the balance and Mm -hmm. like I think I've been in my masculine because our society forces us into the masculine out of survival etc and just like experiences I've had I've been forced to do so and then also too it's like it's hard when you are going down an unconventional path and you want to create this life and you want to build mm. it it's like you do kind of need to show up and like I don't know push back if I'm being a great but like when you don't want to right be so that you can almost like dig yourself out of this like trench of like what I would say is like a, to me a trench is like a nine to five not pursuing yeah. my passion that's mm-hmm. a trench for me right and so digging myself out of that I need to push when I maybe don't want to but 
it's also like okay so i think i've told you it's like i've started just like creating art like just for fun on my own and Mm -hmm. you talking about doing nothing it's like so since i've moved to england i've moved to a small town and it's really sleepy and for the first time like probably twice a week or sorry twice a month i will have days where i literally do nothing and like that is what i'm doing that day Mm -hmm. and i find they are so rejuvenating and do bring this like creative like rush like unintentionally like unprovoked and it's been so impactful and so I really I'm just saying like I related to what you were saying about like this deep rest so yeah my question I guess is what I'm I'm trying to say after my tangent is um (laughs) how do you find the balance um I think it's just like trusting your body every Mm. day like if my body is telling me to go nap without a single shadow of a doubt I will go nap for three hours and not feel bad about it I will not feel bad like because I know that I'm doing everything I can to build this dream that I've got and like that I know that I need to fulfill in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and I also have to listen to this physical body that I'm in to say yeah you can you can do that this morning but this afternoon like you're you're resting so I think it's so important to really like listen to your body um just because like it will tell you exactly what it needs like in a in a whereabouts way um and you know I think there's there's just nothing more lovely than than just being on your own doing nothing and agreed (laughs) it's one of like life's like sweetest pleasures I think is just having nothing to do just thinking I'm gonna make myself a cup of tea I'm gonna watch what I want to watch I'll have a nap if I want to like that's that is just that is the other part of the dream the freedom to do exactly what you want to Mm -hmm. to even like I just love like wholesome experiences even if that is taking a day off to go and find you um inspiration go and eat some like really good food or go to a museum or go to like a a music show isn't that just what brings you to life and that is it's like although everyone puts so much pressure on success to me that is ultimate success is just to have the freedom to live in such a beautiful fulfilling way with like no drama just to live with ease and flow Mm -hmm. and that's making me feel like really like warm inside because that is all that I want in this life is just to to be able to live in a wholesome way and just have like beautiful experiences and create beautiful experiences for other people and I think that's that's a big part of my art is is connecting and to create a beautiful experience for people and you know yeah I I am like such an advocate for feminine energy and it is hard to find the balance between both because when I am in that deep masculine energy I totally just I forget what feminine energy is like I forget to eat I forget to sleep like I just totally ignore my body I think that's why I try and ground myself in the feminine and then I like sprinkle a bit of masculine here and there <laughs> so I can actually get my work done. Do you like 
when you say you ground yourself in the feminine, like, is there things that you like specific things that you do to do that? Um, I would just say my naps are like the huge one. Mm-hmm. I am a serial napper, not gonna lie, and I always have been. Um, I just love sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's important i'm like this this isn't crazy to me i'm like i just think it's so like it's the ultimate rest isn't it and i will as i said i'll not feel bad about napping every day Mm. and i can feel it if i have a nap that day it's like (laughs) i feel like a child sometimes but i think that's good Mm. when you go back to like that that child version of yourself instead of thinking Oh, but I haven't done the washing up. I need to go and do that. I'm thinking, no, that can wait. I'm going to have my little nap now and I'm just going to look after myself. I need more of that in my life. And it's, I, ugh. <laughs> I, I, first off, it's like nice to just always have the reminders. But then as someone who it's like, I respect, I love what you're doing. And like, I really resonate with what you're doing. Um, I feel like we have like in our own ways, like we're, we have very similar like perspectives on some things. And so it's like, it's validating that it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be hard. And like, I had, um, I've recorded this podcast with this woman named Lisa. And I remember she said, she's like a comedian, a comedian. She's retired now. And, um, she was like, go where it's warm. And it was just like a general phrase But it's something that, like, really I think of often, whether it's, like, a decision of, like, okay, should I go down this path or that path? Should I let go of this client or whatever? Because I've had made those decisions, like, recently. And it is, like, what what feels good, what feels warm inside. And and Mm -hmm. I always connected that kind of to, like, that feminine, like, intuition. And, um, but it's been really hard for me to find that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And I really love that, too. Go where it's warm. Mm -hmm. Just, that is just everything, like... Because I feel like people get into real ruts and struggles when they don't listen to themselves. Mm. And I think that is like such a big thing. I think that's when your mental health can spiral. That's when you feel like you're not in alignment. That's when things start to feel really wrong is when you you stop, you stop going where it's warm. Mm-hmm. And just because it can be for all sorts of reasons. You can feel like you, you should do certain things. Um, I think it's just so important just to to go where it's warm. I really love that. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, I think of it all the time. First off, I want to acknowledge another thing that I find super admirable. I don't know if that's going to be the right word, but um, something that I've been leaning into more honestly, just in the past few weeks. And um, it's been interesting to focus my attention on something more and see kind of like straight away the impact it is having on me. Usually like I'll implement something or like like a perspective shift and it usually takes me a little bit, but I'm already seeing like these shifts within myself and it's just Mm self-belief. And like, I've just, I talked to you off camera about how like in the month of December and honestly it wasn't just December it was like six months leading up to it it was like a cumulative time and December was kind of the breaking point like I just felt like I kind of like lost a bit of myself nah it was just anyways and I realized I'm like I have no self-belief I'm out there like helping other people create their dream and build their dream which is an honor to be a part of Mm -hmm. and I learned a lot but I'm like at the end of the day like I gotta believe in myself and so I want to say I I really respect your self-belief and I'm sure it's like not like we all have our doubt and things like that and um 
kind of related, but kind of pivoting my question here is like, what do you wish to accomplish with your art? Oh, that's a very big question. I feel like I've always had like, like the vision and the the goals are like quite set in my mind of the thing that I want to accomplish is to inspire others to take like their own creative path, whatever that may be, whether they want to be a chef, a filmmaker, uh, produce podcasts or whatever. I just really want to make people know that you can be yourself and it's possible. And as long as you do have that deep rooted self-belief, you can and you will make it. And I've recently followed this person on Instagram who like has written a boot on a, a boot, a book on manifestation. Mm-hmm. And he like hammers home the fact that if you have like this burning desire and this this true vision that you want to fulfill it is within your capability as a human to do that and that is the reason why you've been put on this planet and I think it's just like what I want to do is just to inspire like those those 14 year old girls in their bedroom who don't have a clue what they're doing I want them to look on my Instagram and think I can go and be an artist like how those other women those tattoo artists did for me and I think just thinking about having that effect on someone's life just makes me feel like I've done my job and creativity whatever that may be whether that's art whether that's whatever um whether it's through words or through other like visual forms I think just invoking emotion and to let people know that it's okay to feel that way like I've got such a thing for like for like cinematography and for like certain movies that really like touch my soul and I want to have that effect on other people through like my passion and there's so many films that I've watched that just kind of like hit me in a way that I've never felt before, but can I know you, that it's there. Can you name them? I'm curious. So when I was growing up, my favorite film was a film called Palo Alto. I've heard of it. Right. And it's got James Franco in it. And it's just like, it's totally, it's just like a strange film. It's about kind of like coming of age and it's like a group of teenagers kind of trying to be who they are but kind of like trying to fit in at the same time and it's it's quite dark and I remember watching it a lot a lot just because I felt like it showed me how I was feeling without being able to express it and especially at that time when you're a teenager and things are so weird things are so weird and there's all this kind of like weird shit going on that you're not really sure whether it's good or bad and You'll grow up later and find out, yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> You'll think about it when you go to sleep and you're like, what on earth? How, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of got like this naivety about it, which I didn't know at the time, but that's exactly what I was. A naive, like small girl. And I often think about her now and I'm like, I'm like, are you all right? And I think this is a big thing, especially being a woman is I struggle with um, like being naive as a as a young girl and I think about it often um, and I think there's just certain pieces of art and certain pieces of music, certain films that I watch that I'm like, 
that is how I feel. And I did not know how to express that because how how could I when it is not being presented to me? And yeah, just I really I really just want to make people feel like it's totally okay to be like a messy, complex human. Everyone's got their deep stories, but you can still be like this expressive, like being of light. And you use all of these experiences to to elevate you and to go to the next step. So that's that's kind of what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. <It's> beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much. I can't Thank wait you. for us to talk again. I know it's been so good. Like this conversation has like filled my cup. Like I feel so excited again. Awesome. So beautiful. I, I always hope like obviously like the podcast is a way for me to learn more about the other person, me to like us to connect just human to human. It's a new way for like, whether you have an audience or not for people, just the world to see you from a different way. Yeah. Time for reflection. But it's also like, I hope that like, we don't do this often, right? Like mm-hmm. as humans, like I think yeah. you and I do, cause we're very like, um, <laughs> we're that kind <laughs> of people. Yes. But, um, it's just a space for you to kind of just, yeah. Reflect and like unpack kind of like your journey. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been so, so good. (laughs) I originally found this quote on Faye's Instagram, and after doing some digging, I realized it is from the author Russ. I'm not familiar with his work, but just off this quote, I want to check it out. The quote goes, We are often told that our dreams are unrealistic, or that we need to make practical choices. But when you accomplish unrealistic goals, hell, even if you just fervently work at an unrealistic goal, it enlightens the people around you. It invites them to taste possibility. Your energy will inspire one another. Your successes will prove to one another what is possible. As always, I want to take a moment to thank you, my listener, for providing me with your time and your attention. I am a one-woman show. I host, produce, prep, edit, record, make graphics, make reels. I do this all myself. So it is truly a passion project and it really blows me away to know that people listen to the podcast and also that people are resonating, connecting, and of course, learning more about themselves through the show. If you don't follow me already on Instagram, I highly recommend you do so. Maybe we can be internet friends. My Instagram is at the curious one podcast. I hope to see you in the next one. If you would like to further this conversation and get in touch, visit my Instagram at the curious one podcast. For more information, resources, and show notes, please head to the curious one podcast.com. Thank you so much for listening until next time. Be well.